published on the OK Vibes blog located at okvibes.wordpress.com and I hope you enjoyed today's intro which is Resolution Revolution a SNL skit that Drake was featured on Ooh, I couldn't resist adding it to this episode and I hope you all enjoy it and of course that you will go and watch the full clip because I only gave you a little taste so you can check it out. Link is in the show notes as per usual. So today we are talking about defining new habits, Talk, getting a little bit into the struggle I've been with trying to create new healthy habits for myself over the years. And as you know, and shouldn't be surprised about, of course, this would become a topic. And I know throughout certain episodes, if you've been a longtime listener, you know this. I've talked about different types of struggles I've been through in my life and things I've done. And I'm quite proud of myself. I have to say that when I think about especially within the last 10 years, all of the changes I've made for the better in my life, I'm fucking proud of myself. I'm right now literally patting myself on the back because I've done the damn thing and we should all be proud of any steps we've made to get better, to rise up, to ascend. Because what is the point of life if you're just going to stay stuck in the same fucking place? I don't see the point in that. We should all be looking at level up. Um, on you know universally not just like money wise or career just overall you know we need to look at the big picture all the damn time you know not saying you got to get serious about it every day but of course when there's a new year to come there's always new goals that are um, incorporated it seems like as y'all know new year's resolutions everybody's always making some resolutions and I recently sent the episode I can't remember which one but I don't truly believe in new year's resolutions because as per the intro clip people don't always stick to it you know they 
make these declarations of what they're going to do, what they're going to change. And a lot of times they don't stick to it. And I also believe that you shouldn't wait until a new year to get your shit together. If there's something you can work on right fucking now, you can make a plan of action and do it. Do it. Don't wait until the first of the year. Just get that shit going. But if you are one of those people who do believe in New Year's resolutions and it has worked for you, hey, good for you. I just haven't met anybody personally that I know of that has really kicked the habit based on starting a new year. So all that being said, I also wanted to let y'all know that I believe in you. You know, I want to take this time to say that if you are struggling with something and you really do want to make a change, I believe you can do it, man. You can do it, but you have to want to do it and you have to believe you can do it. So I would like to first get into a post published on the OK Vibes website back in 2015. Can you believe that? Of course you can. (laughs) Talking about defining new habits. That is the actual title, which is the title of this episode as well. And this was published on February 19th, February 19th, 2015. Let's get into it. Defining new habits. You've taken a good hard look at yourself, defined your flaws, and have made a plan of action. Procrastination sets in. But why? The hardest part of personal change is getting started. Like beginning a new exercise routine, budgeting, or making a final attempt to stop smoking. Knowing what you have to do is indeed half the battle. But doing is a whole other animal. I believe it's easier to make changes gradually as opposed to cold turkey. In some instances, though, it may be better to drop the bad habit as soon as possible, like a cocaine addiction. I assume it may not be helpful to go from six hits a day to three, as this may prompt the user to fall off the white horse. Instead, one should try defining their bad habits and replacing them with good ones. If you tend to drink soda before bed, try drinking flavored sparkling water instead. I suggested to a dear friend that has recently come to terms with her online shopping addiction that she decrease her multiple online purchases during the week to once a month until she is able to stop completely. She admitted to me that she was afraid upon me telling her this, that a voice in her head immediately told her she couldn't do that. I reassured her that she could do it if she reminded herself daily why she needed to end the unnecessary shopping she was doing, that her goal of retiring and buying a house wouldn't happen if she couldn't curb her excessive spending. She also desires to lose weight, so I told her she could create a new exercise routine that will keep her away from the computer so that she's not tempted to shop online. In addition, I gave her a website URL to a free tutorial site since she previously expressed interest in learning more about Microsoft Excel. She can use her online time to learn instead of window shopping. I also told her to have faith, to lean on God, she's Christian, in her moments of weakness. I too have realized that I'm slipping, which I've recently touched on regarding the progress on my new book. I'm also not performing well in other areas of my life, so I have to get a quick handle on those two. Here's my current plan of action to curb my bad habits. Set a regular bedtime. Shut everything down at 9 p.m. And phone calls, texting, web surfing, YouTube watching, tweeting, and prepare for my nightly exercise regimen. Once I've exercised, I'll have a drink of lemon water, then hit the shower. After I've gotten my jammies on, I'll get in bed. Write more. Write every day, as opposed to every other day, even if it's only a short poem or lackluster journal entry. Digitally illustrate more. 
conceptualize, sketch, and create a new illustration via Adobe Illustrator bi-weekly in an effort to build up my digital art portfolio. Publish my new book by May 2015. Edit daily. Take only a day or two day break between complete draft edits until the final copy is ready. Create book cover at the top of next month. Become more spiritual. Enhance my spirit by limiting negative energy sources while applying positive content to my daily life. Begin a daily meditating routine. Limit socializing. As of late, I've noticed that my time gets easily snatched when I've had a phone convo lasting over 30 minutes or have a visit with someone that ends up exceeding an hour. All of these interactions take away from my productivity time. So I have to decrease it by being aware of how much time I want to allow for such communications, especially when these communications aren't beneficial. Talking on the phone incessantly, tweeting past midnight, and not writing every day won't bring me closer to having a more creative spirit. Editing my book whenever I feel like it won't get it published on time. Allowing myself to become available to the recycled drama of others won't help me grow spiritually, though it may alter my status of being a good friend. A good friend has to take care of themselves first before trying to take care of others. When flying, in an emergency situation, you're instructed to put on your own oxygen mask before helping someone else put on theirs. So why should I continue to forego my well-being to satisfy someone's constant need to vent? Perhaps it's time for me to cut some of my current friends loose and put some space between others. I'd like to meet other like-minded folks anyhow, so I'll consider that once my book gets published, since it'll allow some free time between working on my next fiction book. We all have the tendency to avoid improving ourselves when it involves sacrifice, but with sacrifice comes reward. Well, 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 as you can imagine, since this wasn't 2015, a lot of shit has changed, baby, but I want to get into that. I want to hit each point that I address for myself, you know, what I wanted to work on to let you know how that went when I tried it and, you know, whether I failed or succeeded. Some of y'all could probably guess, but (laughs) the first thing, the bedtime schedule of, all right, getting into that routine, cut everything off by nine, don't be talking to nobody, tweeting, none of that shit. So for a long time, and this is definitely not new news because I've talked about this over um, different episodes of this podcast, that um, a longtime struggle of mine has been getting into a healthy sleep routine, excuse me, routine and establishing a healthy, um, you know, sleep hygiene, whatever. So uh, I would say finally, as of late, no joke, knock on wood, knocking on that wood desk I have, that's a real wood desk through and through, um, that I have actually managed to get in bed by 1030 during the weekday because I do work a day job Monday through Friday, which is lovely because, hey, man, I got to I got to say thank you to the universe for the blessings coming in. OK, because it is a better opportunity. But anyway, um, so I've been doing that. I've, I feel like I've got this. I'm going to stick to it especially now since I can feel the reward I'm getting from actually stepping up my self-care in that way as to where before I might go to bed a night or two early and then I'm right back into going to bed close to like 11 p.m. or midnight. It was just not good and then not wanting to get the fuck up, which this time of year is tough for me as I've discussed in um, Overcoming the Winter Blues. If y'all haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. One of those things about this time of year especially waking up to the darkness, it's very hard. 
So you really got to get as much energy as you can so you can get through the damn day. So I know I had to go through a whole lot of hard days because of wanting to fuck around at night a lot. And knowing, especially all during the day, I would have these thoughts of, man, I can't wait to go to bed. I can't wait to get some sleep. And then when the nighttime comes, I fuck around. But I know why I do it. <laughs> you know, I think I've said I know why I do it. It's like I'm trying to get as much free time as possible before I go to bed. But, you know, it's like at what expense? You know, you got to step it up and do what you got to do for yourself. So as of now, I will say... I feel like the bedtime routine's getting better. I even went on my phone and readjusted my um, sleep time reminder to 8 p.m. instead of 9 p.m. like I had before. So I really want to have zero screen distractions, um, particularly the phone, because, hey, I'm pretty sure everybody here can agree the phone can be your biggest fucking detriment if you let it. The phone will run you and not you running the phone. So in my mind, I'm like, listen... I have my do not disturb from my bedtime on. So whoever hits me up via text, hey, you know what? You're just going to know because my phone should alert you. Well, I guess only if you have an iPhone. I don't know if you have some other system. I don't know what to tell you. But after a while, perhaps people will pick up if they don't ask. Hey, I'm probably not going to hear from Justine after a certain time. Exactly. You're not because I'm serious. And in order for me to really say that I value myself, I have to show it. And one of the ways of showing it is practicing constant self-care. It can't just be whenever. It can't just be when I'm sick and I'm pretty much regulated to being in the bed. It's got to be every fucking day, you know? And the fact of the matter is how much time do I really need to be texting, talking, or, you know, responding to comments on Instagram? I don't. (laughs) That's the thing about a lot of these things can wait until the next day. You know, if it's urgent, that's one thing. But if it's not, come on, y'all. You know, a lot of times it's just a distraction for us not to do the things that we know we should be fucking doing. Which brings me to something else I had mentioned in my post, um, digital illustration. So at one point, I was um, a lot more heavy into graphic design, but that's something I backed away from for the most part, you know, aside from making the little graphics for my um, Instagram to let y'all know, like, I got a new podcast, you know what I'm saying? New podcast episode and shit. Um, But I don't go hard as I used to. And uh, when I decided, I realized maybe a couple years later after that, um, blog post that perhaps since I'm not going to go in this direction, I want to focus way more on writing and securing a writing career. So I pretty much stepped away from that, left that alone. Um, the other thing I listed was wanting to become more spiritual and to meditate daily. So I will say this, I was at a point meditating daily. I would prefer doing it before nighttime, even though sometimes I'd be so tired from the day, y'all, I would fall asleep during meditation, not going to lie. <laughs> there was even a couple of times where I meditated and I fell back and hit my head on my damn headboard in my bed. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Shit. Oh, yeah, it's fucked up. So I was pretty consistent with it for, I don't know, I don't want to say six months, but maybe it was that long. Um, and then after a while... I just realized this probably isn't a good time for me to meditate if I'm that tired before bed, even though it is helpful. But when you're drifting off into sleepy land and not actually focusing on the meditation itself, that's a problem. That's not really meditation, okay? That's you resting your eyes into the unconscious. Um, And then for me, I know there's people who like to do morning meditations, but that's just something that I wouldn't say I haven't done, but I somewhat have. Now, I could say I have like a mini meditation session with myself, and I believe I mentioned this in another episode, but my, and I know I definitely blogged about it recently, so y'all should go check it out. Um, 
I think the type the post might be called my daily spiritual practice. So check it out. But essentially, I wake up and I do self affirmations to myself. You know, when I thank the universe and I ask for more guidance from God, which I do use God and universe interchangeably, just in case. Don't want y'all to get confused. Um, but yeah, that's essentially what I do. So in a way that is a meditation because it's like a form of prayer and, you know, it's me having a conversation with the highness above. So in a way I, I look at prayer as being a form of meditation. It's just not long. It's not this, okay, let's sit here and do our breathing and all that. It's just me having a conversation with the divine. I'm having a divine conversation. So I will say I definitely have leveled up in that way. Um, I even use crystals a lot more now. I'm Um, at least once a week, do my incense burning, you know, so I'm more into the aromatherapy. So yeah, I would say I definitely have leveled up my spiritual practice, just not in the way that I intended to in 2015. Um, And then I did mention about limiting socializing, which, you know, that ties in, of course, to the whole bedtime thing. But I mainly want to focus on the part in later part of the post that I mentioned about possibly having to cut some people off and <laughs> having to limit some people access to my energy because all of those things did factor in at the time. Um, you know, I had a couple friends at the time. We're not friends anymore, but those folks, you know, they constantly seem to have dramas. Like the main reason I would hear from them, they would reach out was so they could just bitch about things. And, you know, in the moment I'm thinking, okay, this is what a good friend does. You listen out to your friend, you help your friend out. But, you know, after a while, you have to realize, damn, am am I their friend? Especially when I'm trying to talk about my issues and it seems like they're just brushing me off just so they can talk more about themselves and what they're going through. So I realized that even though I may have been a friend to those people, they really weren't a friend to me. So, you know, I did cut folks off. I've cut off a lot of folks over the years and I've definitely limited certain people. You know, I've pretty much reassessed. I kind of did an audit on my circle, so to speak, where I had to say, okay, this person, I should probably just leave the fuck alone completely. This person, may I just need to limit some interactions. And for the people that, you know, I wasn't maybe sure where we stood, you know, I reached out to say, hey, do we have a problem? You know, I didn't say it all aggressive like that, but it was more like, you know, something along the lines of, hey, you know, I I feel like there could be an issue and I just want to check in and see. And you know what, y'all? I can guarantee you probably like 98% of the time when I mention, hey, do you have a problem? And in my own mind, I'm thinking there's a problem. It had nothing to fucking do with me. It was something that person was going through. And because they were going through, you know, it just kind of seeped out into other parts of their life. So it might have seemed like they were beefing with somebody and they weren't. And, you know, once again, that just goes back to communication, how important communication is with the people that you truly care about, because you could easily misconstrue some shit. And again, has probably nothing to do with you. It's just whatever that person is going through, because, hey, y'all, being a human is not always fucking easy because life be life. And the last part I want to touch on that I mentioned in the blog post was writing because baby, (laughs) baby, 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 writing. Writing every day is what I told myself to do. And one of the reasons that came about is because I had connected someone who I'm not sure if they're into this field or not anymore, but they were somewhat of a spiritual coach. And the spiritual coach had told me that in order for me, I guess, to reach certain goals or to elevate my life and spiritually, I needed to write every single day. I need to be on my blog, cranking out a blog post daily. And when they first told me that, it was like a gut punch because in my mind, I was like, shit, I probably could be writing more. But then I also knew there's no way I'm going to want to write 
every day. <laughs> like Part of it because I just didn't feel like I had something to say every day. And I know some of you may be thinking, Justine, really, there's always something to talk about. And while that can be true, it's a struggle if your heart is not into the topic. You know, it's just like, I'm not going to lie to y'all. There have been times where, and maybe you've detected it, maybe you haven't, but there have been times where I wasn't necessarily a thousand percent into a podcast topic that I was talking about. Like I might've clearly had some interest in it, but as you know, going on or recording it, you know, I might've, you know, lacked in flavor, you know, my passion or whatever might've waned a bit. Or even before I started recording the podcast, I might've been like, Oh God, I don't know if I feel like doing this podcast. You know, there have been times where I really did consider wanting to end it. I'm not going to lie, like really actually weighing it, but not too seriously. It would just be in the moment because maybe I was a little tired or I'd rather be doing something else. And that's something else. Side note, I want to say, I want to pat myself on the back literally right now. You know, y'all probably can't hear it again for being so consistent doing this podcast because there have been times where I just wanted to not fucking do it. I'm not going to lie. But I remember making a promise to myself that this was going to be a limited series and that I was going to hit 100 episodes. I would at least do that if I didn't do anything else. And then once I hit 100 episodes, I can go back and revisit if I wanted to continue or not. And spoiler alert, maybe not, <laughs> especially if you've already read the blog where I've talked about this in a blog post in particular titled, what is the title? I believe it is. It is a shoebox project featuring styrofoam glue and tape, which I published December 2022. And that basically was about me trying to figure out how to improve the audio on this podcast because I was struggling with that and I couldn't figure it out too much. So I was trying to make my own kind of at home sound diffusing situation. And that's when at that point, I also determined and I laid out or stated in that blog post that I was just going to make this a limited series affair. And I, you know, I thought about it, I, you know, considered it. And that's what it was. So I felt like that would be the best thing, especially since I wanted to try some or I would still like to try some other creative things, you know, like, for instance, I've been wanting to do some cross stitching and I've also had an interest recently in crochet. So I'm like, well, you know, I'll, I'll have more time for that once I'm not doing my podcast thing, because here's the thing, y'all, whether you know it or not, this is a whole one person operation. I'm sure I've said that before. But when I say one person operation, that means I'm recording I am editing, I am doing the publishing, I'm, you know, writing up the show notes and links, I'm adding all these um, audio features in here, I'm doing all that myself, um, I'm making the graphics to let y'all know, hey, boom, I'm here, you know, I'm going to jump on all socials and say, yo, yo, new episode dropped, and that's just a one-person thing, you know, I don't have anybody back and be like that, and again, as I know I've said again and again, and I really have, and I mean this, y'all, I do it for fun, I'm not doing it to try to make a dollar off, I mean, that would be great if I could, and I was a little bit close, <laughs> not too long ago, but I don't want to get into all that. I'm just going to say that I was seemingly on the verge of making myself some cash off of this podcast. But again, and, and I believe this about anything, if you're going to have like a hobby side gig or whatever, um, you, you know, you should have something to do in that realm that you actually feel for that you like that you enjoy. And I do enjoy doing this podcast, y'all. It's just that I feel that I don't have enough to sustain it as far as a longer term engagement. Uh, I feel like you should also know when it's time to put the mic down, you know, because some people don't seem to know when it's time to say, you know what, I'm done with this. Let me finish strong and move on and be done with it. Let's not revisit it. Let's not try to revamp it. Let's just leave it as it is. 
And uh, we've seen this. We've seen this in entertainment, in particular with movies, when people want to sit here and reboot shit, you know, or they want to just carry on in a franchise with sequel or prequel or trilogies and whatever, you know, like, for instance, the Saw movies. Okay, that's a great example. (laughs) Saw movies. Better yet, no. Well, maybe this is also on that same level, but the Friday 13th movies, even some of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies where it was like, you know what, maybe y'all should have just cut that after like the fifth or sixth movie because it just started getting fucking goofy after a while. You know what I mean? Like it just lost the essential essence to it. But, you know, people want to make a dollar, you know, people want to make a dollar and they might succumb to pressure from fans about we want more. And I get all that. But here's the thing. Sometimes you just got to tell people, no, we don't want to infringe upon the integrity of this thing that we've created. We want to keep it good in the hearts of others. We want to keep it pure in the minds of the fans, you know. So even though clearly this is a small production situation, I don't want to feel like I'm forcing myself to continually show up for the podcast if I don't feel like my heart is going to continue being in it, you know, and I don't think there's anything wrong with doing a limited series anything, you know, I mean, come on, and I know I'm nowhere near on her level, but look at Issa Rae, she set out to do five seasons of Insecure, and that was it, you know, even though I heard recently she was talking about possibly wanting to, um, I don't know about relaunch it, but something about maybe revisiting the show in some kind of way, so maybe um, bring in another season or a movie, I don't know, But my whole thing is, she said, hey, I'm doing five seasons. That was my goal. I'm out, (laughs) you know, and I respect that. And I just wish a lot more people did that. Plus, there's a bunch of podcasts that are limited series as well. So it's nothing I'm going to sit here and beat myself up about. Uh, More than likely, I will continue blogging because that's something, as y'all probably have known, especially for how far we go back with some of these blog posts that I will continue doing because, hey, I enjoy writing. It's, you know, something that's liberating for me. And again, it's not that I don't like my podcast. You know, I just don't feel as strongly about it as doing my blog. You know, it's easier for me to show up and write a blog, even though there's times where that's hard. There's times where my heart might not be totally into it, but it's a habit I've set for myself. It is a weekly habit unless I go on vacation and then I'll, you know, I'll just end up doing two blogs to make up for the week that I might be going on vacation like when I went to New Mexico. But anyway, (laughs) the point is, it is a regular habit for me. It is a habit that... I just feel like if I'm not doing it, something's off, you know, Um, you know, and even now because the podcast has become so much a part of my life, I would feel weird not doing I'm sure it's going to be weird even when I do hit that 100th episode and I wrap things up. But again, you know, I've made my decision and I'm sticking to it. So anyway, I know I went way off talking about the podcast. I should be going back to talking about the writing. So back to the whole situation with the writing. Um, just realizing that doing it every day was not going to be most beneficial for me. And while I appreciated that spiritual coach's advice, I was like, mm, yeah, I don't know about that, which I do want to clarify about that person. I only spoke to them once. I never tried to hire them to spiritually coach me. It was just somebody I wanted to reach out to and catch up with per a mutual um, friend of ours. And we just, you know, that's just how we ended up connecting. And then I was just telling her about some things. And then she, you know, she suggested that to me. She was, I don't know, she said it was like on her mind or spirit or something to tell me that. But I have found that again, doing my blog once a week. And now, especially since with my day job, I do have elements of writing involved. Well, a lot of it, I mean, it's very um, based, heavily based around writing things. So it's just like, all right, I'm good. So maybe in a way I kind of am writing every day, so to speak, (laughs) but just not in a blogging capacity, you know? And here's the other thing too, y'all, I have to say. That book that I was actually working on, 
I want to say I got to about the seventh draft on it. But then I decided because this book was pretty much a memoir, it was turning into that. It was a collection of personal essays based on things I went through during my childhood, which I would frequently mention people that I was related to, people that were a part of my everyday. And of course, a lot of those folks, I changed the names, but certain people you just can't get around trying to cloak their identity, so to speak. So I decided it would be best, and I know this is going to sound fucked up, but <laughs> I decided it would be best. It makes it even worse than I'm laughing about it. That if someone in particular would have to transition out of this world in order for me to feel comfortable with publishing that book, because I feel like that person would fucking sue me and I don't want any trouble. I don't want any trouble. I don't want any additional drama because of me sharing the truth, you know, which I was about to say my truth, but it is the fucking truth. Okay. So I decided to put a pause on that project. So I would say that the book is probably like technically maybe like 90% done that particular book, but I'm going to wait. And then I promise myself I want to get it published, but I also am thinking too that if that person does not transition out of this world, then maybe I will make a plan to publish it a lot sooner. But at this time, in case you were wondering what happened to that book, yeah, it's just sitting right now. It's essentially what it's doing because it probably could use a couple more rounds of editing, but right now it's just sitting until further notice. Um, but anyhow, to uh, touch back on another topic I was mentioning regarding the podcast and even my blog, which again, do that for fun. Totally been doing it for over a decade for fun. Um, I don't want to feel like I'm just adding noise to the interwebs, which I feel like is happening a lot. I, I think a lot of y'all can agree with that. It's just a lot of noise online now. And I don't want to feel like I'm just adding noise. I want to add something, a creation that is going to be beneficial to somebody doesn't mean it has to change their whole life, but if it gets you thinking just a little bit about something, getting you to reframe something that's been on your spirit, then I feel like I've done some good work. I feel like that is what the universe wants from me is to, you know, be, you know, sprinkle a little light, little glitter on people's spirits, you know. So if by one of the ways of doing that is somebody reads my blog, they just happen to come across it or they just happen to listen to an episode of this podcast. Hey, man, then I will consider myself doing that good, good work. Um, I don't know if y'all can hear in the background, but one of my kitties is going off <laughs> because we newly have adopted a baby named Riff Raff, who I've been calling Riffy most of the time. Uh, he's about one year old. He, he was a shelter baby. So I guess you could say he is a rescue and he is quite the talker. And apparently if he hears you going on and on, he's going to have something to say about it because he will talk to you about it. But of course, I have my door closed because I don't want to get interrupted. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep carrying on. But anyway, I just want to say that in case y'all can actually hear him going off meowing at me right now. <laughs> of course, Oreo, he talks, but not nearly as much as Riffy does. But anyway, carrying on, moving on, talking about... Um, the writings and all that stuff. So again, just to wrap this up, because y'all know I can get long winded at times. Uh, I just don't want to feel like I'm not contributing because it's just so many people who are just negative as fuck and they're not saying much of anything and they just want to put out false information and their whole thing is to just tear people down because they're miserable pieces of shit, you know? 
And then I do believe that there are some evil people, like truly evil to the core, not just people who do a couple bad things, okay? I'm talking about people who just, they live to do terrible shit. They live to see someone or something in turmoil. And that's not me. That is not me. I mean, if you follow me on socials, which if you don't, I'm on Instagram and Twitter, (laughs) now known as X, (laughs) at Justine Monique, J-U-S-T-I-N-E-M-O-N-I-K-U-E, I would like to think you could assess my feed by saying, oh, Justine doesn't post negative ass shit because why? You know, I, I try to keep that light and it's not because I don't feel a way about something. I mean, y'all know I express on the podcast how I feel about shit all the time. And it's not always unicorn smiles and rainbows and sunshine. You know, it's you know, we've I've talked about some deep things on this podcast, which, again, I feel like this is the outlet for it. Right. So. Um, that's just the whole thing about my social media experience. I go on there because, you know, hey, I'm looking to possibly be informed, have my spirit lifted, not for all the negative bullshit, you know, and don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean I don't want to be informed about things because, hey, all information isn't going to make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Okay, like I want the real, but I'm not going on there to see people just going back and forth arguing about shit that doesn't really matter, like trivial shit, you know, or people want to air people out because they cheated or something like that. You know, some things are just better left off fucking line, you know? So it's just, again, again, a lot of noise. I can't say enough, just a not a lot of noise online. And I don't want to feel like I'm just adding more fucking noise. That's, that's just where I come from on it. Um, but yeah, so yeah, as far as the writing I'm still writing. I can't see myself not writing. It's just not every day. That's just not for me. And that's the other thing I want y'all to keep in mind, too, is that everything is not for everyone. And the pace you decide to go is on you. As long as you're seeing results, it's making you feel good. You're not putting too much pressure on yourself. Do it. You know, if you're somebody who's like, OK, I want to get into, I don't know, fucking jogging, you know, don't push yourself to jog six days a week. If you can only show up for three of those days and you know that three days works for you, fucking do the three days of jogging and be fucking proud of yourself because there are so many people who just keep talking about what they're going to do and they never fucking do it, you know, or they do it like one time and then like, and and then that's the end of it. And then they just want to bitch for the rest of their life about things when they have more power than they know to change their own circumstances. That's something else I would like to point out to anyone listening to this is that we have a lot more power to change things than we think. As a matter of fact, I have a post that I keep on the wall in my bedroom so I can see it every day. And I don't know who wrote it. Uh, I just happened to find it online somewhere, but there is no credit of who the author is. So if y'all know, please reach out and let me know because I would like to know. But the title of it is Things You Can't Control. And it's, it goes on to say, your attitude, your reactions, your beliefs, your perspective, the way you treat others, the way you treat yourself, the effort you put in, the risks you take, what you consume, what you invest time in, what you invest money in, how you express yourself, the time you spend appreciating things, the time you spend worrying about things. And I have that on my wall, even though I don't read it every day. But the fact that I can just glance and I know it's there, it's a gratitude check for me, honestly, because, yes, there's so many things we could bitch about right now. Y'all, I mean, come on, let's be honest. This current state of the world isn't the greatest when you got two active wars going on, when you've got this, you know, shitty political scene in America. You know, it's just a lot of things. It's a lot of things. A lot of people still struggling about here. 
And, you know, it just helps me keep things in perspective by having this posted on my wall so that I can know, hey, you know what? I have way more control over things than the things I don't have control over. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to gate you know, like the rent going up and shit is not going to, you know, take up a lot of your mental space if that's something that you're struggling with. But one thing I realized just doing my own self-healing is that your attitude can really, really change the outcome of a situation. This is very true because if you're just going into something thinking all gloom and doom, then guess what? The shit might be all gloom and doom and shit might get worse. You know, and that doesn't mean you got to put on rose colored glasses and pretend like everything's okay when it's not. It's just you got to learn to keep a perspective because, you know, there's not a lot of things in this world that are just 100% bad or 100% good. There's always a pro and con to everything. So that's just something to keep in mind if you are going through something or even if something comes up for you, or even if you're possibly dwelling on something from the past, you know, so. I would like to think even out of our negative experiences, those a lot of times I feel like opportunities to grow um, where we can look back and get a lesson out of that, whatever it was, uh, whatever that thing was. Don't get me wrong. I know there's levels to a lot of shit, y'all. But as I keep hearing certain people say, you know, we are not responsible for the shit that happened to us during our childhood, but we are fully responsible for our own healing journey as adults. So if you're an adult, which I would assume you are if you're listening to this podcast, that you keep that in mind. Keep that in mind for this year for yourself. If you have not started a healing journey, do it now. Fucking let's go. What are you waiting for? Are you scared of something? I mean, hey, here's the thing. It's okay to be scared, but hey, no pain, no gain. But I'll tell you what, when you're on the other side feeling stronger and more strength in yourself and who you are as a person, you're going to be like, damn, I wish I would have did this a long time ago because that's how I was feeling once I started getting a lot more comfortable with who I am and resolving my past. Uh, I will I won't lie to y'all. I'm still a little bit about my future sometimes. I get a little anxious thinking about it. But the one thing that calms me down about that worrying about the future is, you know what? What are we doing right now? What seeds are we planting in this present time? What are we doing? Are we feeling better? Are we doing better? Like, what are we doing? We have to give ourselves credit. We have to stop being our own worst critics all the time because a lot of time that shit you complaining about somebody wishes they had that. I mean, truthfully, guys, come on. Well, come on. Let's keep it all the way real. And on that note, I would like to thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you have liked the show, shared the show, especially if you have subscribed, I really appreciate that. And if you haven't already, check out the OK Vibes blog located at okvibes.wordpress.com and follow me on X, formerly Twitter and Instagram at Justine Monique, J-U-S-T-I-N-E-M-O-N-I-K-U-E. See y'all. Well, not see you. I'll talk to you next Thursday at 12, 12 p.m. EST. Bye.